Hello, I'm Regini Vaidyanathan. Donald Trump's easily defeated Nikki Haley in the South Carolina Republican presidential primary. It's his fourth consecutive win where voters choose who they want to be the Republican nominee. Will Vernon has this report. Another victory, another landslide. Donald Trump didn't even mention his Republican rival tonight. He's already got his sights set on the presidential election in November. We're going to be up here on November 5th, and we're going to look at Joe Biden, and we're going to look him right in the eye. He's destroying our country, and we're going to say, Joe, you're fired. Get out. Get out, Joe. You're fired. This is yet another resounding win for Donald Trump, who is steamrolling towards victory in this primary contest. Here in South Carolina, Mr. Trump was looking to bolster his position as the undisputed, unassailable frontrunner in this race. And that's exactly what he's done. Y'all are a rowdy bunch. <laughs> Despite trailing Trump by a wide margin, Nikki Haley was defiant, vowing to continue her campaign. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. I think that she's a great proponent for women and women's rights, and I think that it's really important for our generation to support her. She'll bring normalcy to America and to the world. Defeat here will be a personal setback for Mrs. Haley. She was born in South Carolina and served two terms as state governor. The two most disliked politicians in America, Trump and Biden. I have a different style and approach. On the campaign trail, she has portrayed herself as the younger, more stable alternative to both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. In nine days' time, over a dozen states will hold their primaries. But with his huge lead in the polls, Donald Trump's supporters say this race is effectively over. Will Vernon, BBC News, Columbia, South Carolina. Well, our reporter Helena Humphrey's been following developments at Nikki Haley's campaign headquarters in Charleston, South Carolina. Taking to the stage in South Carolina, she says she's staying in the race because she believes that America wants a change of leadership. And she believes that she is the person who can win over President Joe Biden in a general election. The problem is, though, that that U.S. presidential election is in November, some nine months away. And she'd have to secure the nomination first. And instead, she's coming off the back of her fourth straight loss now to Donald Trump in that primary race. That is despite the fact that she's campaigned aggressively here on the ground in her home state. Uh, she's been fundraising and she's put a lot into her ad campaign as well. But she says that she's a woman of her word. She'll continue on to Michigan and then on to those Super Tuesday races as well, despite the fact that people are asking the question, what is the pathway ahead? Yeah, and on that note, what about the pathway for Donald Trump when it comes to securing that nomination? How many more states uh, does he need to win to really seal what is already uh, the likely front uh, runner in this race and the nomination? Well, if we just take a look at this, mathematically speaking, uh, Donald Trump could actually clinch this nomination by March. Michigan and then Super Tuesday, we'll see 16 states going to the polls in those primary races. Uh, some 
800 delegates, over 800 delegates up for grabs on Super Tuesday. If you just take a look at that as a fraction, 1,215 delegates are needed to wrap up that nomination. He could well do it. He's already acting, I think it's fair to say, as if he has done so. Didn't even mention Nikki Haley by name, instead taking aim at President Biden, saying he'd like to see this presidential election taking place right now. But of course, what the Trump campaign has to deal with and what the Haley campaign knows as well, and they'll be keeping their eye on is the fact that he is facing four criminal cases against him, some 91 felony charges. The Haley campaign will be hoping that that is their outside chance of securing the nomination. But to be a realist about this, going into this primary race, it was very slim for Nikki Haley. Now her chances are all but razor thin. Helena Humphrey there. Well, Shannon Felton Spence, a political strategist at the Harvard think tank, the Belfer Center, gave us her analysis of Nikki Haley's chances as a candidate from here on. The math is getting tighter and tighter. If Donald Trump performs as expected, he will have this wrapped up by mid-March. And if he performs better than expected, which he did tonight, he could certainly have it wrapped up um, after Super Tuesday, where 15 states and one territory will vote. So it is mathematically just looking very difficult. The only thing I will say, though, is candidates usually exit the race when they want to make a deal with the front runner for a position in the administration or they run out of money. And I don't believe that either of those are the case for Nikki Haley right now. I don't think there's any chance she's going to make a deal with the, the uh, future Trump administration for a job. And she actually outraised him. Uh, out fundraised him last month. And so she's got the money to stay as long as she wants. Yeah, someone was saying this to me uh, only last week uh, on the BBC News Channel. It, that she'll stay in the race until she runs out of the cash. I want to ask you this, though, Shannon. I remember covering 2016 uh, in America. And one thing that one political strategist said to me is the longer a party's primary goes on for, the less likely they are to secure the White House. What do you make of that theory? Because the longer Nikki Haley potentially stays in the race, the more we see infighting in the Republican Party. Sure. Well, well, two things. One, I think that they are pretty unlikely already uh, to win the general in November uh, because this is not a typical election. This is just like 2020 in which it's a referendum on Trump. I continue to say that there's nobody in America that doesn't know how they feel about Donald Trump. So he's not gaining votes. He can only potentially lose them. And that becomes her message point, right? So she's hitting Trump a little bit harder in recent weeks, which I think really turns on those independent or never Trump Republicans. Um, but also she's going to start, I think, pivoting to people want change. You heard her in her uh, speech tonight in South Carolina. People want change. They don't want either of these candidates. And so the last woman standing is me. Now, how that works with the math and the convention and the two-party system in America, I, I don't really see a path for it. But uh, that's the message that she's going to run with from now on. Nobody wants these two candidates. Nobody wants a rematch of 2020. And assuming Mr. Trump is the Republican nominee, just briefly, who do you think at the moment he's likely to pick as his running mate? Well, I, I wish I had that crystal ball to tell you, but um, that's certainly going to be turning to his message point. So you saw tonight in his victory speech in South Carolina, he didn't even mention Nikki Haley. He's going to start running as if he is the nominee. The media is going to start doing this veep 
speculation um, as they were. They actually ran a straw poll at CPAC this week, uh, the big conservative political action conference, uh, who's going to be Trump's vice president. So uh, so we're certainly going to start to hear uh, more of that horse race. Uh, But at the moment, I don't really know. There's not really a state that he, normally you pick a vice president because you need them to help you carry a state. But he has the Republican Party really locked up. So at this point, it's sort of, you know, who is a good who's a good bookend to him?